Evening, everyone. Welcome to the Understarters Orders podcast. Chris here again to talk Champions Day this week with three very knowledgeable racing chaps. We're down Declan this week. He's sun off in sunny climes. He's had his hair braided in the Kiandana colours, which looks really, really nice, doesn't it, Andrew? Yeah, he's looking well, in fairness to him. Yeah, no, much deserved break for Deck. Um, and it's good to have three special guests on with me tonight. So, yeah, exactly. Hey, four weeks in a row, this. Four weeks in a row. <laughs> Come on, give me some credit. Yeah, hey, yeah, I, yeah. Honestly, when I was looking at Declan's legs on that photograph before, I was thinking, who's whiter, Declan or you? Oh, me, 100%. I don't tan, I go red. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be in the same boat if I put my legs mm. out there too, so... It's only Steve, Steve's like the uh, bronze Adonis, isn't he, in the, in the family? Yeah, 100%. Stephen is 100%. in Dubai. He's gone to source a new microphone. Um, so hopefully when he comes back, he will be... <laughs> well, he won't be leaning against the computer, let's put it that way, because we set up a GoFundMe. And... Can you hear me? <laughs> no, the other side. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we are... Well, we're very happy to be joined once again by Mr. Don Nickel. He's, oh, there he is, Don. Oh, there he is. I thought we were getting worried there for a minute. Evening, buddy. You tan, you, you are. We'll wait for Luke to come on and he can give us his um, tanning. He's not a chance, Luke tans. If he's, <laughs> if he's right. Not a chance. He's probably in my boat as well. <laughs> Don, we've got <laughs> we've got two words to say to you, mate. The shunter. Less said about that, the better. Let's move on. Cliff horses are cliff horses for a reason. And you, every time it happens, you, you walk away and what happens? I was um, I saw a tweet before and I was saying, has Don not on because of what he said about the shunter? I don't know who put it now. I can't remember, but somebody tweeted me about that. It was like, no, we've got him on again. He's coming on. This time he's going to murder a horse at Cheltenham. Uh, sorry, Ascot. Yes. Come on, we Correct. can do it. I'm going to find another cliff horse every time. Good That's man. not hard on this card. No, no, it's definitely not. They're all over the place. Let's get our final member in tonight. We're giving him a whirl, but what is he drinking? Is he drinking? <laughs> Luke. We're on the Luke side tonight, lads. It's a Thursday. It's not quite a college night anymore. Oh, he's on the Luke, is it? Does that count? Does no, that count? Doesn't. Can't count. Can. Declan will be swearing his frigging head off right now, aren't you? Uh, we might get an um, deliver delivery in a few minutes. We'll see. Oh, hey, Don got, Don got a delivery last week from his missus, so who's going to be delivering to you? I have a twin brother here downstairs. He might get a text now in a few minutes. Very, very <laughs> nice. You can do it. You can do it. Good man. Uh, right, boys, are we excited for this weekend, This uh, the Saturday cards? Looking good. Competitive. Yep. Very excited. We all got a big nap for the, for the festival we all can all mention at the end. Rain. <laughs> There's <laughs> the nap. Boom. That's if you're getting one. even, you're, it's hard Mud. enough to pick a winner when you're getting even money on what tractor going to use. A declaration, so it's, it's pretty difficult. That is a conversation that you can explore a little bit more after we introduce this first race, Andrew. Let's just say hello to people in the chat there. Usual guest, Deck Heel is in there, Jason Kinsella, all right, mate. P and BB, Paddy and Brownberry, who's been here since the start. Demo's in there. I'm sure Demo did that video for us, didn't he? With the, is he the one who did the. the the Guinness video that we used to put up before the rate before it came on. Do you remember that one? Could, we could well have. I'm, I'm not 100% sure. Demo, yeah, I haven't seen that one in a while. Have to, is that you, sort of... Demo? Because if it is, you need to send it over again because I don't know where it's gone. We've probably lost it within the chat. And Reggie's in there. All right, Reggie. 
Listen, Reggie, drop Declan a message saying we want him on on the on the on his holly bobs and get him on while we're on here. Uh, that would be belting. I'm sure he'll pop in. He would do that, Declan. I wouldn't put a with a bottle of with a ball of sangria, I think, on his and his braided hair as well. <laughs> right, let's kick things off, boys, because we're it's Champions Day. It's uh, a great, great day. Anyone going this year? Not here, I don't think. None of us are going over. Mm -hmm. Declan, uh, sorry, Steve would normally go to this, but he's decided to go to Dubai this year. Uh, the first the one first is... he's missed in eight years, is it? Yeah, that's what he says, yeah. Mm. So he must have thought that the card was crap this year or something. No, no, he's actually put the podcast first because he's gone for that microphone. So well done, Steve, for doing that. Uh, first one is the Long Distance Cup. And at the top, there is Kiprios at 11 to 8 with Trushan at twos. That's a titanic battle, isn't it? Coltrane, which one's going to turn up at 15 to 2? Sweet William. Trollman, Broom, Stratum. And Maxident is going to round out the field. Nice ride for Owen Lewis in that race. That'll be a nice uh, Group 2 race for Owen Lewis there. Uh, but where are we going with this? We're going to let's uh, christen you, Luke. We're coming to you first. The long distance cup, mate. It's a great race to start off today with the stairs battling it out here. I probably just side with Kiprios. There's probably not a lot between him and Trushan on the runs last year. He made a nice comeback in the St. Ledger there to Curra. All the vibes beforehand where he, he couldn't win. Like it was a miracle that he made it back, really. Um like last year or the that campaign he had last year winning the Cadran, the Gold Cup, and at the Goodwood too. I just think he he's the class horse in the race. If you can bounce back, he's the one to beat. Trushan, early in the season, it was a bit of a bit um of an anomaly anomaly. He um went missing in his first two races and left Alan King scratching his head. He was there was chat of him going over Harlow. So he made that comeback then at Doncaster and he bet a few horses here who reappose he done everything wrong that day and he still won. He pulled himself to the front four furlongs out and held on. Probably not to beat the most hard trying Sweetie William back in second. If the eight were to stand the ground, I'd give Trollerman a chance of getting into the frame there at a big price. He um things didn't play out for him early in the year out in Maidan and Riyadh. I thought he ran two nice races. He probably didn't beat a whole pile the last two days. If he was if there was the dead eight with three places, he'd be in each race out against the top two. Yeah, I think that's the that's the be all and end all, isn't it? You get those eight runners, you get those three places. I mean, what what's your opinion on that? I mean, with the bookmakers and the, the three places, if there is a late non-runner and it goes down to two, the just the two places, I and mean, you've taken obviously you think you're going to get the three places. What's your opinion on that, Luke? It's kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place, like. The bookmakers, the seven runners, it's the rules, like, but it's obviously hard to take if you back something like Trollerman there. Mm. Each waiting and I should you're playing probably for second or third at best. Yeah. It's, yeah, just it's you can't really win in that situation, but hopefully the dead eight will stand their ground here. Yeah. Cheers, Luke. Brian McCann, evening to you, buddy. Jason Kinsella's asked you, Luke, to say the word anomaly again. <laughs> ah, anon anomaly. There That's we go. <laughs> Let's get the Scottish pronunciation of anomaly. Don, what are you going for in this? I mean, we've we've spoken about it already. Uh, depending on where they're going to run, it probably doesn't make a difference, to be honest. This is going to be a slog. I'd be surprised if you see any more than three finishers in this race, to be honest with you. But <laughs> I think there's only two of them that can win this. 
Um, Prussians won the last three. Last year's running didn't have a Kiprios in it. I don't think Aiden's going to be running Kiprios if he wasn't ready. If you're taking a chance at that price, I think he will be ready and I think he wins. I'd be more confident on Cole good to soft. I mean, I, there's, yeah, there's yeah. a few I like. Sweet William. Um, and he's a, I'm not sure. And I have issues with the rest of them. So I'm going to keep this nice and simple. I think Kiprios comes out and bangs us in. Boom. There we go. Andrew, turn this race apart. This is the glorified bumper, according to Declan. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's not as bad as some bumpers that are run on the, the Royal card, but yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think this is pretty much an open and shut case. I, I, I think Kiprios does win this race. Look, you, I, I know Trushan has kind of came back to form the last twice, but you couldn't trust him as far as you could troll him as far as I'm concerned, especially the way he won at Doncaster. Um, described as a great ride. I just kind of saw it as a horse doing whatever the hell he pleased and just won anyway. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of agree with uh, Luke's kind of analysis on Sweet William. I, I, I'm not sure if it was an attitude thing or he just didn't quite stay, uh, or maybe a bit of both. But um, yeah, it probably... I, I would be kind of uh, t like tempering at, at my temptations or on him. Uh, Coltrane again, which which Coltrane turns up? He's had a pretty hard season, but especially the way he runs. And um, softer ground should play to his strengths, but again, I I wouldn't be. He might be even best around York. Um, I know he obviously win the group one at Goodwood, but he's. No, he had, I suppose he won here earlier in the season as well. But like I think it's the way he goes. The way he kind of is running style, I would rather see him as a fresher horse, and uh, maybe earlier in the season. He's probably shown his, his best already this season. I wouldn't say he'd be able to replicate that again. Uh, Trollerman just won a it was a piece of work at Newmarket, wasn't it? It was a bit of a joke. Yeah. Um, two wins by double digit distances. Um, he was good, I suppose, at Salisbury in that conditions race. Um, but again, hard to know really what he achieved. But he is a horse in fine spirits, and I could, like Luke said, I could very much see him hitting the frame. Was um, third in this last year, wasn't it? Yeah, he ran well in this last year, and yeah, I could absolutely see him hitting the frame. Um, Broom probably wants better ground. Uh, he has won on softer ground before. Um, I think he won a Derby trial in Ireland on softer ground, but uh, career best over this trip was uh, Maidan again earlier in the year a really really nice yardstick lovely horse to to own but i don't think he'd be troubling the uh protagonists here stratum is just not going to be good enough great horse in his day but 10 year old rising 11 um and hasn't really shown anywhere near his best this season and then max is just a banter declaration the absolutely no chance of 79 um so yeah kiprios was a horse that i thought could go well in an arc and i think if he was in any other yard he would have been a mile and a half horse um, but Aidan O'Brien, with the firepower that he has, he can just get a, a good mile and a half horse and make them a champions there. Um, I'm still going to die on the hill that he'd have gone close in the arc last year on that bottomless ground. Uh, but look, not going to cry over spilt milk. He'll win this uh, if he's in one piece. Thanks very much, Andrew. So it's Kiprios for Andrew. Don, your selection is? And Luke, Kiprios. you're going with? Kiprios. But uh, each way trollman, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the each way Canadian started, or each way Venezuelan. <laughs> there we go. Thanks, boys. We will now move on to the sprint, uh, which is as ever very competitive. Um, oh, 
very short for Kim Ross here at seven to four, isn't it? With Vadrim, who's been a little bit, I've mentioned this before, a little bit of a Twitter horse this week because of the soft ground. Everyone loves Vadrim in the soft ground. Millstream, 17 to two with Sandrine, also the same, same price. Rohan, spy catcher at 12, sense of duty, who might go well, I think, at 16s and art power is 20s with sing long 20s and it's 22 to one bar those. We'll come to you, Andy, next on this one. We'll come to you first. You love a sprint, Andrew. Uh, is Kinross sewn up here with Frankie on? Is he going to get a swan song? Not if he rides in like the way he rode him at Long Jambi won't. But um, no, I think that look, he he's a brilliant horse, isn't he, Kinross? Like he's the horse everyone would love to own. Um, very very highly talented, ultra consistent. Um, yeah, the the gelding of him was just the making of him. Still six. Um, we should probably have him for another year or two at this level, and uh, they'll probably go to America again after this. Um, despite a quick turnaround, like why not? Um, he's there to run. Seven to four, he is probably priced right, especially with um, uh, Shaquille coming out. Um, I've kind of been on the three-year-olds all season in the sprint division, though, just because it's been absolute dog water for for most. Like some of the some of the older horses that were winning Group One sprints in Europe this year has been absolutely insane. You've had Moss Tucker winning flying fives. You've had. Um, like you've had even Saint Lawrence hitting the crossbar in France when he was beaten by um uh King Gold, who was making his group breaking his group one duck at the age of six as well. Yeah. Uh, Spy catcher only just getting chinned that day as well. Um I can't even remember the name of the Spring Cup winner. Who who was that again? <laughs> like it's oh, it's been a um oh yeah, and obviously moment, was it? live in the moment, absolutely. And even Cadam managed to get it's like they're all taking turns at group one level. It's absolutely wild. Um like it it funny enough in the way ireland and, and england are breeding for speed now and there's just no good sprinters it's um it's it's really uh baffling i would love to have a nice homer pick because anyone that listens to the show knows i'd take a bullet for saint lawrence but the ground has gone on him um he obviously won the wokingham here uh at the royal meeting and that was one one of my favorite days i've had this year Wait till uh, I clip that, Andrew, when he wins. Yeah, oh, stop. I was, jump, I was actually, funny enough, uh, a, a random story. I was, I was in Spec Savers jumping around. <laughs> when, <laughs> when he won the you were digging a hole. Yeah, I, was, uh, yeah, I was, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, uh, people looking at me while I was waiting to get my eyes tested. And I would get my eyes tested. I had to make sure it was fucking St. Lawrence. I actually went across the line because I was only looking at my phone. Um, no, that, that was, just that, put it in the chat. St. Well, Lawrence could be the each way player, Jason. Yeah, maybe. Um, I think the ground's gone on him though, unfortunately. Uh, the one I'm going to side with, uh, Chris, is Ocean Quest for Jesse Harrington, a uh, three year old who I've had a lot of time for. I thought she ran really well in the uh, Commonwealth Cup. She's absolutely no problem with testing ground. Um, at the start of the season, she beat the living daylights out of Aesop's Fables, beaten by as far as she wanted, uh, and the Antarctic. Uh, that form isn't really, you know, up to Group One standard. But two, getting beaten two and a quarter lengths by Shaquille at the Royal Meeting, and then turning around and beating a subsequent listed winner, an Aussie girl again, as she damn well pleased at Nice. Um, I think she's a really, really good filly. And if you take out a run, um, in the Renaissance Stakes, um, which admittedly it was disappointing, but if if she wasn't shown what she was you know capable of earlier in the season they probably would have just put her away and brought her back for a four-year-old campaign and the fact that they're going here and rolling the dice i would say she's in good spirits uh 25 to 1 to ludicrous price so I'll, I'll have her each way thanks very much andrew uh, i mentioned myself that i thought that <clears throat> sorry a sense of duty might go well she's 
obviously coming back from that run last time when she was third, uh, which she was a filly on the up when last seen uh, last year at, at Newcastle. And that RPR there was 119. I mean, Kimross this year is best RPR has been 121. And I know it's different surfaces, but if she can show, like, I think there was a little bit of ring rustiness that day. If she can show a little bit of that form from last year, I think she's too big there for each way purposes at 20 to 1. So I'll take a bit of sense of duty. Um, the lads, actually, Chris, sorry to cut over you. Uh, was living the dream on the Nuntorp. It was regional that won the um, Spring Cup. So ah, cheer, cheers for the comments there, lads. Uh, again, but there, there it is with your older sprinters. We don't even know who won these bleeding races yeah. two or three months later. So, it's so frigging many of them. Yeah, oh, bring back soul power. <laughs> he it. can win one. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, sense of duty uh, each way. I think she might go well there. I will come over to Luke next. Where are we going? I'm gonna take on Kinross. I think he's he's probably just about price right as Andy was saying. I'm gonna take a chance on Rohan. We've been saying these older sprinters a different one each time. So. Maybe it'd be Rohan's chance here. He he's been knocking on the door this year of late before getting his head in front of Ascot the last day. He loves course and distance. He's drawn in six. Last year he ran he finished fourth. He finished first on his side of eleven, beating Tenebrism, and he wasn't beaten that far from Kinross on the near side. He didn't get the clearest of runs that day, I didn't think. I think um he's drawn six this time. Kinross is an eight. So I'd say they're gonna come up the centre here. Ryan's gonna drop out. Frankie's probably going to make it and Ryan's probably going to try and get there as late as possible, hopefully, and get the job done here. He won't mind the ground being as heavy as it likes and he loves course and distance, so hopefully he can go well each way. Thanks very much, Luke. Solid selection there. Horse that loves the course and distance. Uh, we'll come over to you now, Don, but there's no Scottish trained ones this year, mate. Sorry, so um, you're going with the one trained most northern? <laughs> I, I didn't get the map out for this one, Chris, no. Maybe that's based on last week's results. Maybe that's what I should have done. Could do. Still could. Uh, <laughs> you never know. I'll get out shortly. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm pissed at this race. I don't like this at all. I, I, I am a fully fledged card carrying member of the Kinross fan club. I think I'm two meetings off treasurer, to be honest with you. I've got a hat, a scarf, the cufflinks, the whole fucking lot. <laughs> so, but, but, big caveat I don't think that price reflects this race. I don't think this is a straightforward race, and six to four is not for me. I think you would be silly to dismiss a lot of these. I could sit here for the next 20 minutes and tell you why each and every one of them has got a chance, but probably doesn't win. Don't worry, I won't. But Mill Stream's one I like, unexposed, should like the weather, especially what's going to happen the next couple of days. I think Sandrine won well at Donny in the park stakes, and I think Spycatcher, I don't know why Andy mentioned that. I think Spycatcher's got a group win in him, but I'm going to keep this simple. This is probably going to be a put the kettle on, <laughs> let the heart rule the head. I'm sticking with my Ken Ross badge, but I will be keeping my powder dry while uh, cheering on. I also think the Frankie factor as well. I don't think there's going to be any value in a Frankie bet this weekend, <laughs> to be honest with you. So, as much as I think I might have tipped one up later on, but we'll get to that. I'm not, I can't remember if I did. Um, no, that's not a betting race for me, but I'll be getting the scarf out for Ken Ross. So the scarf is out for Don. Luke is with? Rohan. Rohan. Uh, I've got a sense of duty each way. Um, and Andrew is with? Uh, do you know what? I think if they wheeled Muharar out of the breeding sheds in France, he'd probably piss this. Yeah. Uh, even with no training. But no, um, no it, it's um, Ocean Quest for Jesse Harrington. Quest. Very uh, a wide plethora of selections that we do like to use big words on this podcast, like 
plethora. Um, and fuck, we use that a lot. So, oh yeah. <laughs> that one's yeah. it, yeah. Apologies. Yeah. Uh, next. I never apologize. Right. Listen, don't apologize. Not on this podcast. We don't care. <laughs> uh, next Champion Phillies and Merstakes next, which is the next one, the 225. Uh, wide open this one. Free Windu was dis- my selection in the arc, rather disappointingly, but never mind. We live and fight another day. Jackie O mentioned this a few times before we came on her. Is at fours. Time lock seen a lot of money at 11 to 2. Blue stocking and above the curve at 10s with, I'm not even going to attempt this, Andrew. Rue Boisson Day? What are you asking Rue? me? Rue Boisson. Oh, no, I don't even know why I'm asking you. I don't know. <laughs> That's me. That don't put me under that much pressure. Declan's worse than you. Um, Where's Lauren Mendonator? Uh, Luke, how do you pronounce that horse? Come on. I'll be honest, I don't have to race car in front of me here. I'm on the phone on this. I'll, yeah, I'll, not I'll, bang it in, I'll bang it into translation. You know. Number whatever Don. it is. <laughs> Number 11. Don, there have a go, go. At pronouncing it, Don. I would, exact same as you. Yeah. Somebody in the comments Ru- can't say something. Bussonade? No, no, not a chance. What does it mean, Andrew? Rue Bressonade, according to Google Translate. Bressonade. And, mm-hmm. and we don't know what it means. Uh, no, it doesn't actually translate to anything. Oh, well, never mind then. Uh, Don, it's your turn to go first on this one. The Phillies and Murs, where are you Where are you pin sticking? I've just uh, Googled that and it actually translates as mudlark. No, I'm only talking <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, I, I too, same as you, Chris, I had free wind in the arc. I didn't like the arc this year. I went for some value in what I thought was value. And once again, with free wind, got my fingers burned. Mm. It's a Horse I can't get right. And again, with um, with the backers on the day, I'll be looking elsewhere. I see some money has came in for the Charlton horse, Time Lock, now 95, which is interesting. But there's two in here for me that um, piqued my fancy. One of them is Jackie O. I think she will love this step up in Trump. And I think she got caught a bit of a pocket in the Blandford. And she finished strongest of them all, apart from Lumiere Rock, who managed to kind of slip away from everybody. I think there's a lot going for her here. I think she'll love the ground. I think she'll love the trip. I think that's a strong bet for me this weekend. But at a bigger price, and I'm talking much smaller stakes here, I thought term of endearment was interesting. It needs to step up. She needs. She really needs to step up on the cork when last time. But done it nicely enough in ground, it probably won't be that far off what we're going to see at Ascot. So I'll be throwing a couple of small each-way shekels in there. But for me, uh, Jackie O, looking forward to this race. There might be a clean sweep coming here, Luke. Yeah, I'm on the same page as Don here. I like Jackie O. Free wins been disappointing this year, hasn't she been? Like mm. she won that um, Yorkshire Oaks last or uh, Lancashire Oaks last year, and everything that could go wrong went wrong for. Her. She still managed to get out and win. Like they came back in this year as a five-year-old trying to get that Group One victory, but she she's just been underwhelming. Far from the race in York when she's behind Warm Heart. Jackie Ho's been progressing through the year. She, she caused a bit of an upset the first day, beating one of her stable mates who was odds on on the day. As um, Don said in the Blanford, she just got caught a bit far back. She made up best ground with the loss. She's the fastest finisher the last three furlongs and the sectionals. I think the race in France, as we were saying before, and it turned into a bit of a sprint. She was well positioned and just Blue Rose Sen just kind of done her for a bit of toe. I think the step up to a mile and a half is going to suit her. She's by Galileo. The soft ground shouldn't be an issue for her, and I think she's the one to be with here. Thanks, Luke. Andrew, are you going to make it three from three? 
Um, yeah, I am. It, it's it's more a process of elimination. There's nothing I really am absolutely mad on in this race. Um, uh, above the curve is interesting. Her first time cheek pieces. She, she's a big cult of a thing. If, you, if you've ever seen her in the flesh, massive, massive filly. Um, she hasn't really kind of progressed the way I thought she would though. Um, I loved her as a three-year-old. Um, and I thought she'd start bagging group ones as a four-year-old, but it hasn't quite worked out that way. Unfortunately, she did get another, uh, they did get another group two into her. Um, but she just has kind of been found wanting at the top level. Uh, I thought it was a good run though. The last day only getting beaten, um, you know, two lengths and a bit of a bunch finish, a bit of a messy, um, it was pre Vermoy, was there, I think, um, I think at, uh, arc trial or whatever, long champ for the Phillies. Um, yeah, Poptronic is another one who I've followed all season. I've, I've really liked her, um, but she seems like she's kind of going off the boil now at this rate, and she might want fast ground. Um, she'd be a five-year-old if they do bring her back next year because she is starting to settle. Um, her big problem was she was just way too keen, but she she has started to learn how to settle, and hence the improved form. Um, and I think if they bring her back as a five-year-old, she could excel herself, so she might be one to keep an eye on over the, um, over the winter months. Uh, but I do like Jackie O. I think, um, again, steady improvement throughout the whole season. I'm not as giddy about the step up and trip as the others are, but like she, obviously she's by Galileo out of the uh, the brilliant Jacqueline Quest, who's produced the likes of Line of Judy, Secret State, Anassis. Um, you know, she's been brilliant. Um, obviously, I think she did she win again. Was she the one that was thrown out of a load of guineas? Was she? Or, um, yeah. The- she was thrown out of two, I think, wasn't she? Yeah, she, 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 yeah. she lost. She managed to somehow lose the Newmarket one, and I think she lost another one in the stewards' room as well. Mm. Um, yeah, but um, fantastic broodmare. Um, and Jackie O hopefully is going to give Galileo's one hundredth individual Group One winner, which is absolutely absurd thing to say, but that, that's yeah. the way we're looking at. And he'll she'll probably have Red Riding Hood in for pace, um, who had a her career best was winning the Group Three uh, on the front end. Uh, at the current at the end of August, and it looks like um she's gonna go forward under James Doyle. And uh, one I'll just mention, Chris, uh, at an each way price because I'm gonna back her for a couple shillings, a uh, hundred to one shot sea of roses. Um, very very lightly raced, but there, you can make a lot of excuses for her, like her runs this season. Um, I thought that look, I, she she set an irresponsible gallop in the Oaks. I thought. Um, but I thought she ran really, really well in the Ribblesdale. Um, again, just a little bit keen, but like she was pitching right there for for a long way, and she only kind of weakened late. And I, I just have a feeling that kind of softer ground on her pedigree, uh, see the moon by see the moon out of a uh, Plume Rose, who was a I, I think she she may have raced in France possibly. Um, I was looking at it earlier. I think she might um, she might be one that adapts a little bit better to softer ground. She struck struck me as one that could kind of pick up place, um, that could pick up some place money if she's ridden cold and and ridden to come home. Um, again, very very lightly raced, and you, I I don't think she quite handled Chester last time out after a little break. And I connections obviously think a lot of her. They've run her in plenty of like you know, run her at the Royal Meet and run her in a couple of group group ones, and they run her here, um. And I just wouldn't be surprised because I don't think this is a very strong race and I don't think she's as much defined as others may suggest. So I'm going to back Jackie O, but I'm also going to back Sea of Roses each way. I think 100 to 1 is available. And I think that um, that's a big, big price for a filly that could take a big step forward on testing ground. 
You would be correct. A 100 to 1 is available. That's two yeah. now for that massive each way um, Ecuadorian or whatever it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, clean sweep. We need to sound the klaxon. Um, we, I think we did. We have a quick clean sweep last week and it didn't, uh, nothing happened. Jasper. Ah. Oh. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's going to return this week. Jackie O is going to win that race. Uh, so we don't really need to go for selections for that. Jackie O is the selection of the boys on, on uh, sorry, in sorry, selection of the boys in the Phillies and Merstakes. Uh, let's have a look at some of the comments in there because there's a few people who've had their selections. Jason's taking Henry's horse the same as you, Don. Uh, Red Riding Hood, Richard is saying, is too big for ground she will like. You said you mentioned that she's going to be the front runner, isn't she? She'll uh, she'll make the run. I backed her in the Oaks as well. I thought yeah. that she might slip the field. Is she? Um, um, yeah, the ground is definitely going to help her, but uh, she's definitely in for pace. And Damo's done what I've done. He's put him instead of her. A hey, join the club, Damo. It's, it's going to be on my gravestone. That anyway. Thank you very much, boys. We're going to move over to the Queen Elizabeth II Stakes now, which is the next race on the card at Ascot. Um, I mean. Paddington, 13 to 8, very short in this one, but done nothing wrong all year. Tahira, fours, Nashua. Four to one. Yeah, Tahira, fours, you can see there. You, that sounded very shocking there, Andrew. I'm going to save you for this one, mate. So keep that there. Big Rock for the French. The French are coming over here. Big Rock at 15 to 2. Chaldean is 11s, and it's 14 to 1 bar, though. Uh, we're going back to Luke now to start with you, mate. Where are you going for this? This is going to be one of the best racing seasons here. We have two of the best the best um, three-year-old Colt and Philly taking each other on. I think just on the ground probably plays into Paddington's favour. Tahira's a very quick horse and just this soft ground might catch her out. I know she won the Moigler on soft ground last year, but it's just it's probably a different calibre of horse in here. Like She bet Meditate that day who wouldn't have went on the ground. Um, Paddington's done nothing wrong this season. Like He came out and he won the Madrid handicap off 97. Then went on to win the Irish Guineas, and it's kind of all just been a free fall since then in the group ones. Until he was betting York the last day, that came, that came up a bit fast after his um, run in Goodwood on very testing ground. When he got racing a long way out with Inspiral, Inspiral fell out the back of the TV screen, and he stayed going all the way to the line. 13 to 8 is short enough, but I think he's a class horse in the race. Thanks very much, Luke. Cheers, buddy. Uh, we'll come over to you now, Don, for this one. I'm really interested what Andy's away to say, considering I'm... Oh, Don's I'm going to start talking about Tahira. Um, she, she went on a Thursday... Was it nine months she'd been off? Um, when she went on a thousand guineas. About that, yeah. 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 It was, it was nuts, right? And Kim sitting down behind Modge. Modges went one across the pond last weekend. That looks decent. But the opposition that Tahira's been running against, she's won every race since, I think, has not been the same level that Paddington has been beaten up until the Judmont is. Right, okay? As much as I enjoyed that race last weekend in Keeneland, I wasn't impressed by who Modge put away in that race either. Personally, for me, I think Tahira's going to come up short against a couple of these on Saturday. When... Um, when Paddington went by Chaldean in the St. James's Palace, mm. Frankie almost accepted his fate immediately. I think he hit Chaldean once. And then when Paddington he went, ah, fuck it, we're done. I'd still finished mm. second. 
And he was quite soft in the horse, but I thought the last run at the Prijon Pratt was disappointing. And I couldn't have Chaldean with any confidence against this group on Saturday either. And as a rule, I may get mocked for this, as a rule, I do not back French horses with a first outing in the UK. There's another race later on, I've got the exact same tagline. So Big Rock for me is not a betting prospect. Reluctantly, even though I'm worried about the Judmont run, the Judmont run, even, I mean, I'll always give a horse a bad run at York. It's just one of the places where class horses can always throw on a stinker, right? It's been a long, hard season for Paddington, but I keep coming back to him. Every time I look at a different horse, I keep coming back to Paddington. I think if the ones I've not mentioned, Factor Cheval probably needs a swamp. And when he loomed up against Paddington and Goodwood, the um, Sussex Stakes, he, it was almost like Paddington looked across and went, not today, my friend, and he went again. And that was a swamp. That was a bit of that was attrition all that day. I'm worried about the ground for Nashua. Apart from the, the Falmouth this year, she's just going to find herself placed. Somebody said it a minute ago, Damon, the interesting outsider for me is Angel Blue. Slightly interesting. <laughs> not not all that interesting, but slightly interesting. If he mm. breaks clean and gets a toe into the race, sits handy enough, might be the upset, but I'm, I'm willing to put a line through the Judmont and take who I think in this race is the class horse. And I'm going to say Paddington still wins it. Big shout for that. Oh, Luke's disappeared. Thanks very much, Don. Uh, Andy, uh, just touch on this French horse. that. I, 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 well, there's two French horses, but Big Rock has done nothing wrong this year. That form is absolutely exceptional, wouldn't you say? It is, yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, Don, I'm gonna, what do all these horses have in common? The Dany. As a Tariq, Moonlight Cloud, Solo, um, Cirrus de Zegla. Um, who else we got? Yeah, okay, I'll leave it at that for now. They're all French, all French horses that won first time out in the UK. <laughs> yeah, and I know the thing is, see, every time I see one and I go, That's my end, I get yeah. one. So and thing is, as, as punters, as, as seasoned punters, What's going on, Andy? we always find a way, don't we? That we go, no. So, as a rule, that's me. Okay. No, that's fair enough. Um, oh, look, this is a barn burner, isn't it? This is brilliant. And um, this, like, I give this, I usually give this meeting a fair amount of abuse because it's usually, you know, mo most top horses go to Longchamp or they go to the Breeders' Cup. And this is kind of your you're kind of sloppy seconds or horses that are very, very ground dependent, usually rock up here with this, or unless you're just Frankel and you don't like the boat. Um, yeah. So look, this is, this is brilliant though. Like there's very few milers in here that you would be kind of wondering where they are. Um, and like the fact that you have horses, like, you know, I know it wasn't a strong guineas, but high Royal at 66 to one, even the guineas winner himself, Sheldon at 11s. And I, I'm, I do agree with Don, like he, you're taking a leap of faith now if you're backing him after his run in the, uh, in the Jean Pratt. Um, albeit I don't think he's a seven furlong horse. Um, I think that 2000 guineas, the way it was run that that ground, it probably left a mark on a lot of horses. Um, like there hasn't been a whole lot, if anything, really to come out of that race. And I know the 1,000 guineas has worked out a little bit better, but for whatever reason, that 2,000 guineas has just been, it's been very, very taxing on horses. 
Paddington has been brilliant. Um, I don't think he really lost anything in defeat to uh, Mutasadev and Nashua um, at, at York. We we mentioned on the podcast for York that um, the you know the, the quick round was was a concern. Um, obviously Paddington being by Sayuni uh, out of an excellent Manju mare as well. Um, clearly enjoys testing conditions. I can see why he is eleven to eight and. I, I think that's probably the correct price. He's definitely deserving to be favourite. Uh, the reason I kind of gasped when I heard four to one is I, I just thought Tahiro was going to be a lot closer than four to one um, in the betting. Um, and again, Don kind of pointed to the form and he's, he's probably not wrong. Um, you know, she's taken on Colts for the first time now. So um, that is always a, a big, um, it is always a big question mark. Um, and Dermot well did come out talking about you know ground possibly uh, she might want soft ground she's one of my glare down handstands on it and look Modge who is obviously an exceptional filly um, they were streets clear of Matilda Picot who ran a blinder in that 1000 guineas and she won a group 2 there last week um, she was just so far clear and she would have been an absolutely exceptional 1000 guineas winner if you take Modge out of the out of the race and I think four to one. I'm I'm probably just gonna sit back and watch this race, to be honest with you. But Tahira is exceptional. She's probably the best three year old filly that we have. It'd be her or Blue Rose Sen, wouldn't it? Um mm. I think four to one, there is a there's juice in that price. Um if if anyone wanted to take the eleven date on Paddington, I completely understand that. I'm not gonna I I I'm not gonna question that at all. Um I just want to see two two top top three year olds kind of battle it out because it's very very rare you get the top three year old Philly taking on the top three year old Colt. It's wow. it's exceptionally rare. So um, I'm just going to sit back and enjoy it, and hopefully we get a brilliant horse race. But I, if if you're giving me four to one about Tahira, if I'd have gone to my head, that's the way I'd be leaning. But that's not to say that I don't think Paddington, you know, is going to is going to lie down. I think it's a it's just a little bit closer than the betting suggests, really. Cheers. Thanks very much, Andy. So Andy's on the fence with me, as usual. I'm on the <laughs> fence. I'm always... Andy's never on the fence. He is in this one, but he's he likes the value there. I think, Andrew, come the day, you'll have had a little go on that. Um, I Yeah, I could be persuaded, unless she fucking gets withdrawn. The four to one gives me, you know, gives me 20 cent real four vibes, but I'm hoping not. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Andrew. Uh, Don, you are with reluctant selection of Paddington, hoping it goes to 15 to 8. <laughs> uh, Luke, you are with same as Paddington. Paddington. Oh, that bloody bear's going to be an ascot again. <laughs> What's wrong with the bear? Is he not named? Like, I know people were. I, I saw I saw a full on Twitter, like two people fighting. I think it was before <laughs> York or Sussex. One saying he was named after the bear. And you're saying he's named after the fucking station in London. And I'm like, who cares? I don't know why people are getting so passionate about it. But um, yeah, that was one of my favorite Twitter disputes I've probably ever I've ever got to. That is true. Reading. You have to was, find that. I need to find that and and, and have a look at. It. I didn't see. Yeah, it no, I'll, I'll try and find it. But would people think now when I initially saw the horse, like entered with last year, I think he actually made his debut at Asco. I assumed he was named after the station. Yeah, that's what I thought. Although the bears, yeah, the bears more marketable. 
Yeah. You can't pick up the train station and bring it to the course, can you? But you can yeah. pick up this massive hot bird. You can see the jackets now. They do like they have the, the, the black beard jacket. They have to like the, the bloke with the eye patch. You can't really make a fucking jacket with a picture of a train station on it. So like yeah, so you're gonna have to go with, you're gonna have to go with the bear you're gonna have to go with the bear, aren't you? Yeah. Unless it's the Monopoly card. Yeah, Someone's exactly. got a little chain station Paddington from Monopoly. That's imagine the, the, yeah, man. Yeah. You can imagine the city of Troy jacket now as well. Some bloke on his knees in agony with an arrow going through his Achilles. <laughs> ready to, or a big Trojan horse or something. Yeah. They should put me in. They should employ me into this now. That, that's what it'll be. Anyway, better digress. Get back to the reason. Yeah. Gurney's put this. If Aiden could put up with the burst, surely you can, Chris. Listen, I deal with kids day in, day out. And all the fantasies of things about burrs and, you know, like all the shit that they bring into class, it just annoys the living daylights at me. I have to keep them separate. Just not, I'm not into it. Not into it. Let's move on. I'm not talking about Paddington anymore. Uh, next one we're coming over to is the, cha- it's the champion. It's the champion. The champion stakes. Sorry. Uh, yeah, Horizon Door is 11 to 4 in this one. Bay Bridge was Stephen when we need him. 9 to 2. King of Steel's 9 to 2 as well. Moshadaf at 7s. Via Sistina, who could have gone the Phillies and Murray, but he's coming here. And fair play to her, Andrew, yeah? Absolutely, yeah. Why not? Uh, I think it's going to be her last run, isn't it? She's in the mayor sale um, next month. So, um, or the December mayor sale, wouldn't you? And you know they only paid five five grand for like a fastnet rocket of a Galileo mare. That's like a, it's usually automatic. I think that that cross has produced twelve or thirteen individual Group One winners. So it's um it's very very reliable. Um, or it could be the Galileo or the fastnet rock. Could be the other way around. Anyway, mm. um, still very very reliable. She must. Have, I don't really want to know what she must have looked like as a yearling to only cost five grand with that type of page. But mm. uh, it doesn't matter how they look if they perform as well as her. Uh, ground's gonna come right for. I think this is the right decision. Um, I'm not 100% sure she'd have gotten a mile and a half. Um, and again, as I said, last run you have your group one already. Um, look, just go for it. Why not? Um, Horizon Door again, great to see a French horse over here. Uh, three year old, um, who has been been pretty facile, hasn't he? Really. Um, I'm not sure like the former beating Jack Darcy would warrant him being eleven to four. We did do it in a in a pretty devastating manner, and he was probably much better value for his winning margin of what, like a length and a quarter, length and a half. Um King of Steel gets another chance at ten furlongs. He just wasn't fast enough in the Irish champion. Uh it allegedly maybe cost Kevin Stott his job, but that that was just what I saw was just a horse that couldn't go to gallop and was finishing really, really well. Um and yeah, I, I just I thought he ran as as well as he could have possibly could have possibly done. Uh, it could be an excellent four year old next year when he strengthens up a little bit more. And um, ground might kind of level the playing field a little bit for him, so, mm. uh, assuming he handles it. Um, I know he struggled mightily in the uh, maturity last year behind August Rodan, but it was a Group One and only a second start, so you can always forgive him that. Um, but I would be tempered by the ground. Um, Mushtadaf, I would be very surprised if he ran. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to be pulled. He needs a road. Um, where I would love to see him, I'd love to see him in the Japan Cup. I think that oh, race wow. would really, really suit him. Um, I don't wow. think they'll do it, but uh, that's where I'd be trying to trying to run him. I think that would be tailor made for him. Uh, Dubai Honor always seems to run well here. Um, he's kind of what 
Champions Day that's kind of made for horses like him that like you know bullying those Australian races or um you know where all the all the good middle distance horses have ran in the arc or have gone to the Breeders' Cup turf and this lad is able to you know take the the British champion um Baybridge back to defend his crown uh four to one more than fair um your only worry is the 20 days after the arc uh ran brilliant in the arc I thought to finish sixth um he was well beaten but I don't think he really disgraced himself in in um in the manner uh, in which he ran he was weakening towards the line suggesting that maybe a mile and a half of that level is just a little bit beyond him but I thought it was an excellent run and if that hasn't taken anything out of him the four to one could look quite juicy um but the one I'm going to go with Chris because he did come back to form finally oh, here we go. finally 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 here we I'm going to have my homer pick here I knew um, it was coming yeah last year's third my Prospero I put him up to be possibly the the top middle distance colt um of the season and he's I have to be pretty honest he's gone and shit the bed hasn't he um i i thought his run in the i thought the his run in the lockage was fine uh, he just wasn't quick enough and came home well behind modern games um ground might have been lively enough maybe at asco uh, behind mustadaf um slightly more like it albeit beating at even money at york um and then his first run on you know with a bit of giving the ground since his third in the champion stakes um he's gone and won um albeit he could have maybe done it a little bit more impressively at goodwood when he beat king of conquest um not a hundred percent sure but that said he was in love with the track at goodwood though and that's what i'm yeah. going to uh put it down to so oh hello darkness my old friend i'm back with my prospero uh 12 to 1 i think is a nice price so uh yeah i think i'll be my prospero chris you live and die on that ground andrew yeah you live yeah. and die well, I, I avoided St. Lawrence, but I, I'm too tempted by the 12 to 1. Oh, how can you avoid St. Lawrence? You, you're, going, you're, you're having some... I'm absolutely it. fucking not going to back him on soft ground. He won't run. I anyway, well, Jason is. Jason is, and then he's going to rub it in your face, right? Yeah, well, I'd like still that. be shouting him home. Don't get me wrong. But... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Don, where are you going, mate, for this one? Uh, I'm, I'm not going to help Andrew here because I'm in the exact same camp. Oh, um, yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm looking forward to this race. I think that's what's... I'm really looking forward to it. Steel, I'm old on King of Steel as a three-year-old. I echo what Andy said. I actually think a lot of races this year he's still been quite green. I think he's got a bit of learning to do. I think he's got a bit of filling out to do. I, I'd love to see him as, as a four-year-old. But another top three, top four wouldn't surprise me. Mm. But I think he's going to be vulnerable to one or two in here. Uh, you know my sentiment on Horizon Door. <laughs> Both of the picks going one tomorrow, uh, going one on Sunday, it's Saturday now, and I look like a right knob. But uh, <laughs> I, 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 you live by the sword, so I'll die by it. Um, it's better than sitting on the fence. Yeah, I've had enough scales my ass over the years. I don't want to do that again. <laughs> we we talked about Via Sestina. I think by the time she arrives on the scene, this is done. And if she she needs to break, she needs to get the right gallop. She needs to get the right position. Do you know what? Go for it. I'd, I'd love to see her go and win this, but my money is going to be on my Prospero. He's not been, and again, I'm going to echo some of the stuff that Andy's just said, but not been easy to win with. I think he's been crying out for a staying trip. And soft ground mile on a quarter might just be, he needs to unlock that last bit of potential that's left in him. 
and so I I will climb that hill with you, Andrew, because I'm on the same. Most <laughs> uh, of has already started drifting like a, a rudderless canal boat, so I think we know what's going to happen there. Mm. I mean, perhaps Royal Rhyme, if you want for something bigger, that that might go well, but it's not going to pique my interest. My Prospero is um, a fancy for me on Saturday. I like that and a good race. Cheers, Dom. Hey, up. That's two now for this one. Is Luke going to make us sound the klaxon? No, of course he's not. Um, <laughs> Get him off. I, I was, I was going to go with the back of his head now. Uh, we did get a special delivery, though, so we're not hey. going too bad. But, um, I was um, going with King Steel here. It's kind of been dampened down here. Um, obviously, the soft ground is a big unknown. The 10 furlongs, he got cut out the last day. He was just, he, was, he couldn't travel early. I think the slower pace this time on the softer ground should help him out. Travel early, be that bit closer. Frankie's farewell tour, that's not really a farewell tour anymore. Couldn't have been going any better this year. And this will be his last ride at Ascot, of course, until Royal Ascot next year. I think, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think he... For me, he's most likely winner. I'm willing to take a chance there, four to one. But as Brian said in the chat there, I can't get can't get away from um, not giving Point Lonsdale a, a mention it anyway. He started off the season with the alleged beaten visualization at Nace and heavy ground. If it stays on the outer track at Ascot and it's soft ground, I think he might just get his own way in front here. Like he had every reason to fold at Leopardstown the last day, and he stuck out a well, to be only. Two lengths behind King of Steel, four behind Luxembourg, and then um, August Rodan. He's 66 to 1. He's wearing each way poke, but the main selection is King of Steel. King of Steel for Luke. Cheers, buddy. And it's, well, these two are living and dying on the sword of my Prospero. So thanks very much, boys. Uh, go on, Andy. Wait. You want to say something then? No, it's just pointing to the heavens from my Prospero. Oh, it's it's right. more a prayer now at this bloody stage. Ah. But... Yeah. No, actually, I know I do. I do think you know, the ground will ground will change. The ground is will make him. Jason Kinsella, Kevin Stott was very unlucky. That Kia fella is a prick. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jason. <laughs> Lauren is loving the sixty-six to one shout on point. Lonsdale there, Luke and Brian in the chat. Come on, go on, Lauren. Love that. She, what 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 will point Lonsdale pay in one of the 16 folds, Lauren. If you get that far, you've got to have them oh. the 15 fold going on to a 66 to one yeah. shot. I don't know if they'd pay you. I don't think they would. Oh, they've got a maximum, get on first place. Maximum's <laughs> gone down again now. It's good they've, they've moved it down again. I'm sure. I, I I know, I've never been privileged enough to be in the position to, to find out. So, no, no, exactly. <laughs> right. Last race that we're covering is the Balmoral handicap. Christ. Don't think that we weren't covering the Balmoral. We said every race on this, boys. It's the, uh, well, it's a class two, so it's a bit of a step down, but it's still a cracking class two. It's the over the one mile straight course. And I mean, where do we go from here? I mean, Docklands is obviously favourite is Docklands at six to one, who, who's had a, a, got a good record, of course, hasn't the horse. Uh, Sonny Liston is at sevens, Baradar at eights, with My Grayson also at eights. And then it's 12 to one bar those, but we've got a field of lots. I'm not going through them all. Uh, right down to the gatekeeper at the end. A few reserves who could come in. And there are bound to be a few non-runners in this, but uh, it's done to kick us off with this Barmoral handicap. Cracking handicap. Close out the day. Another race I'm looking forward to. Um, I mean, 
as with all competitive handicaps, it's it's difficult to get to write off a lot of these. I mean, I backed Sonny Liston um, when he got nabbed at Donny by was it Liberty Lane last time out, and I think I think he was the best back toss in the day. I think it was six to one seventy one in the morning, and he ended up going off near enough threes, and he got done on fucking line. So. Right. I, I'm, I think this is a better race than what Sonny Liston was up against last time, so I've swerved away from that. There's two I'm interested in. The first one's Latam. Latam. I think it's Latam. Mm. Latam. I, I like both of his last two runs over the same distance, same conditions that he's probably going to get on Saturday. His mark's unchanged. I think he's still on 95. Yep. It'd likely be a strong pace to aim at I think he goes close 20s, I think was the last I seen Chris. Yeah. Um, I'm, we'll I'm happy that. with that. I think that's a nice wee each replay. The other one I actually like is probably one of the likely pacemakers, and it's the gatekeeper, which I think is the rag of the entire lot of them. Correct. I would prefer if he sits just off the pace and keeps something back for the finish. If he does, I think that's a good value price. I think if you get enough places, maybe get five, six, he might hit the frame. If he goes off like a scalded cat out front, he's going to set it up for, well, hopefully Latham. But we'll see how it goes. That's two I like, bigger prices. You could sit all day and pull apart form against each other. I'm happy with the fact that the handicappers like kept Latham at that mark. That'll do me. Mm. Latham's getting the first-time cheap pieces as well, though, so that might perk up the horse a little bit more. Thank you, yes. Thank you very much, though. Don, Luke. Oh, Luke, I, 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 I like Latam. Then, weren't you, Luke? <laughs> oh, Latam, the day he won the Lincoln in the curves, most agonizing last half furlong. Someone who's a big fan of salt and stuff, and he nailed him on the line. I'm hoping he can get one back here for me. This is the first time cheek piece in the market 95. I think it's very appealing here at 20 to 1. Uh, as um, Don said, the gatekeeper in four, I'm hoping he goes up the road and goes plenty hard in front. And set this up for that time. He's in stall eight. This race, like the draw, can be anywhere at Ascot. It changes me to me. Mm. But like this race over the years it has paid to be on the far side. I thought coming out at eight, he should the return to a big field handicap too should soon. He's travelled well in his last two races without quite getting there. Yeah. I think the big field, lots of horse in front of him, a bit of trouble. I think hopefully Kieran Fallon can just land him on the line here at twenty to one. Good man. Boom, boom, boom. That is two for Latam. And uh, are we going to be giving you the fingers? <laughs> no, I was just about to say, whatever David O'Mara runs, but he's populated this field like Jiggenstown in a fucking Irish national a few years ago. So that's 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 that system out the window. Yeah, no, I couldn't do, you, couldn't do, you couldn't do that. Uh, yeah, Migration won the Lincoln, didn't he? Uh, Ten stone one is going to be a big ask, though. Um, probably. Uh, like, he clearly goes well fresh, and I think they, they freshen him up for this with, with the with the plan he's been backed like this is the plan it'd be some performance if they can pull it off I wouldn't the put Link- it beyond them but sorry. the Lincoln's the key piece of form here isn't it if you want to right go back, back that far yeah season. yeah well I suppose if it goes around comes around doesn't it um yeah the more things change the more they stay the same I suppose Chris um yeah look it is they, they, they've all look they all probably know each other on a first name basis these lads like they've been running against each other all 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 year um yeah, Docklands probably the most unexposed horse, as you said. I they probably I know he's owned by an Australian syndicate. I thought he would have gone down to Australia by now. Um, mm. 
like exceptional performance to win the Britannia the way he did. Um, and then he disappointed at Goodwood, unfortunately. I was, I was sickened by that because I, I thought he was a, a possible Group One horse. Um, when I saw when, when I seen him win the Britannia, it was I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Um, I'm going to give you two. Um, Latam did I'll make a short. Yeah, Latam did make my shortlist. Oh, um, like about half the field did because uh, oh, wow. they did. He did run like they had this race in mind at York. But there was a few horses that ran a little bit more like that. They had this race in mind at other venues. So um, the first one is, well, actually, he's probably, he probably didn't have this race in mind, but I think it's by default, uh, the plan. Uh, Dancing Magic for Roger Teal. Uh, I'm an absolute dibble for horses having their first start in a handicap, uh, especially when they're young horses who have a lot of experience in group races. Uh, this lad was... Uh, placed behind Naval Power at Haydock last year and was um, fourth to Silver Knot in the Autumn Stakes at this time last year. Um, fourth to August Rodan as well at Donny. Um, his form was not too bad either. Um, he was placed in the Craven Stakes at the start of the year, uh, tried slightly bigger trips, um, was well beaten in a Salisbury Group 3 when last seen, but was dropped three pounds. And he's a bit of first-time everything here. He's a first-time hood, first-time wind surgery. Um, he's got a uh, Ushin Murphy up to ride, so uh, or Roger Teal's got an Ushin Murphy up to ride. So I think he's a, a nicely priced horse around 16 20 to 1, 8 stone 11 handicap debut. Uh, dropping back from crew company ticks all of my boxes, so be dancing magic. And then the other one, um, I had to back an O'Mara horse after saying whatever he runs, but the one I came down on is blue for you. Um, and if you want to see a horse with the bloody um, with this race in mind, go back and watch his run behind Atrium. Um, over this course and um, i think he was beaten about three or four lengths in the end um i look i, I think he was in the, i think he was on the wrong side as well um so again you're going to play and playing a chance with the side kind of fell out of the stalls and was just closing all the way to the line he's, he's definitely a miler um these days 100 percent uh so the furlong was a little bit short he's been dropped two pounds and is going back up to a mile now and he has form on soft ground it just looks like this was the plan for him. Obviously, O'Mara won it with a million to one shot last year. So it'd be blue for you and dancing magic for me, Chris. But I'm quite keen on blue for you. It'd be one of my better bets of the week. Blue for you for Andrew. I'll let you have two in that one, Andrew. I'll, just, mm. I'll, I'll allow it. I need to finish I, off my dandy nap as well. I, I, I yeah. That's one this, of those. This, this, is the, this is the last race. It's gone to the pits i think i've had four wins right. all year so basically but... just go for the gatekeeper because you need a win mate i probably do two points on yeah. the gatekeeper yeah but no it's gonna be a uh, blue for you and dancing magic i'll back Cheers. them both win only thanks very much boys uh so just go over selections just heard andrews don's yours are or yours is you're going for one latam. latam luke latam yep latam only going for one in this race boys that's a bold well you probably didn't know the rules but yeah one is allowed in this race. Uh, two is allowed if you wanted it. Only one well, winner, Chris. I'm happy with that. I've got it. All right. Well, you and Luke have both decided that you're happy. You better that. pray now. If the French horses dominate and then there's a dead heat in the Balmoral, you're never coming back. Not only am I not coming back, I'm fucking emigrating. <laughs> I'm out. That's me. Cheerio. I'm going to France. I can actually win it too. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Thanks very much, boys. Right. Last bit of the section is best bets of this weekend. Um, We've already covered these races. Is there anything away from Ascot that we should be looking at this weekend, uh, Andrew? Oh, no, I haven't had a like. I've had a, a long, long day, so I haven't actually had a, a good look at um 
I know Leopardstown is on the weekend, both days, and Limerick. I'll probably get up to Leopardstown. I might get up both days, but I'll definitely get up at least one of them. Um, and then there is the Munster National at Limerick, which I'm, I'm keen to see declarations for. Um, I do see the Goffer is in there. He's a horse had earmarked um, for the Tritown, actually. Um, so it'll be interesting if they give him a spin here. I think he's I think he's Gordon Elliott's Tritown horse. Um, it'll be interesting to kind of to watch the bet on that one. Um, but yeah, no, that that that'll be a race that I'm gonna keep a, a very very close eye on. Uh, walk away, it could be a, a horse as well. He, he had a very nice comeback after a long long time off the track uh, behind Maxima Tipperary. It was only a beginner's chase, but uh, I think the handicapper would have found it very tough to handicap him. He's given him a hundred to thirty, and that kind of feels like a mark just pulled. Um, pulled out of thin air really because like he was he was beaten he was second in the Pudgetown Festival behind the Sterian for Lange who was just way better than a handicapper and um, he's mixed it with the likes of Alaho, Faheen over fences and all so if walk away who I think he's re- I think he's a retained enough ability um obviously horses can bounce after their first run in a long time but if walk away runs in the Monster National off a stamp on his back uh, he might think it's his birthday, so um, mm-hmm. keep a close eye on him in the Monster National. Thanks very much, Andrew. Monster National that rolls around, doesn't it? As quick as that, mm-hmm. Don. Where are you going this weekend? I'm just having a nosy at my price there. Um, mm-hmm. there's, there's one I I like tomorrow, Newcastle at uh, 4.25. Cusack, it's at fours just now, so it's not the price I was hoping for, but mm-hmm. big, big drawback. And, um, and class from what he's been running the last twice. Another different jockey on board. There's been more little people on top of this horse than Snow White. Um, I think <laughs> quite possibly the. Uh, only the yeah. I think there's 16 people that were left. <laughs> um, I think I think he might go in and, and beast this field tomorrow. I'm happy with the falls. There's a race right after it at Redcar. Um, I like Cassio, bigger price, taking a big leap of faith, big leap of faith that she's going to turn up off this mark. Um, but I'll probably have a little sniff at both of them tomorrow. That's 425 Newcastle, Cusack, and uh, 430 Redcar Cassio. Thank Thanks very much. Luke, you're going to take us to Dundalk, Luke? I am. The home of Irish racing. It's yeah. always gold in the sand on a Friday night to be had. And... Friday night lights. When's the Dundalk special on? Um, Eglish, she runs in the 6.45 tomorrow. She's been banging on the door there the last few years. and just she's She needs everything to go right. She's been tried over five furlongs, six furlongs, seven furlongs. But she just, I think seven furlongs is a trip, but she returns to that tomorrow. She had a bit of a break there before her last run, and she ran well two weeks ago over five furlongs, back up to seven furlongs, I think. She'll be one for tomorrow night, hopefully, to build the key for the weekend. And if we're still on the go Sunday, rocking on Town, Salt and Stall, I if he's declared in the morning, I think he'd have a right chance in the mile handicap. He won it last year with Adam Caffrey on board. It's great value for five pounds. I think um yeah, to five pounds off, he's gonna get his grants. It's gonna be heavy in Leopardstown. So if he can get a good pace to run out and get the gaps at the straight, he might be a bit of each way value Sunday. Bit of a favourite of yours, that horse, I like. Ah uh, yeah, um, I'm sure he's been a great servant over the years. Like in some of the big races, he's won for Edo. Um, once he gets his ground, like he's off ninety two. Like I think he, he won the race off something similar last year. If 
five pounds yeah. off. I think he's going to have a right chance. Cheers, boys. Uh, Dundalk for me tomorrow as well. Hopefully the horse gets a run. We mentioned it before we came on early, Luke. But Fairy Tale Princess is currently second reserve in the 515. If the horse gets in, the horse has actually seen lots of money despite being the second reserve at the moment. Was Before we started talking, was around about six to one. He's, he's now best price five. So um, it's two have got to come out of that race, though. But if Fairy Tale Princess gets the run there, uh, take some beating, I think, in that 515. And then we're coming over to Sedgefield, a place where Declan really wants to visit on Sunday. And this is a conditional jockey's handicap chase. And we have to, I'm kind of taking this on trust because the horse refused at one of the fences last time. Oh, but man. yes, come on. Yeah, we can. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I reserve judgment. Go on. Hey, this is what we, this is the stuff that is. Listen, the horse is called the navigator for Diane Sayer. Um, oh yeah, did, did refuse at the third, at the sixth. Sorry, last time under Danny McMenamin at Carlisle, uh, a place where the horse has gone well before in the past. And generally, at the moment, the horse, I'm, I'm taking a bit on a bit of trust. The horse hasn't really looked interested. Has been running a lot on the flat and has been well out the back. But the last time was seen over a was was seen at Kelso before that run at Carlisle. Um, that was back in it was back in May. That that horse was not put into that race at all by Henry Brook and the horse has tumbled down the weight since then he's getting in here off he's in one of the lowest grades the horse has, has running in a very long time uh, that's the first race the 205 and if the navigator can bounce back to some sort of form that horse could take some beating in that race um, they've been playing around with him going hurdling and chasing I'm just taking a little bit of a risk on that one because I think he's better than a lot of them in that field but you have to take a little bit on trust. He's not currently got a jockey on board. I know it's Sunday, so we're mm. waiting until tomorrow. But there's a lot who already have these, you know, the conditionals on in that race at the minute. So nothing on that horse at the moment. Maybe the horse won't run, but keep that horse in your trackers going forward. He might end up being retired if he keeps refu if he refuses like he did last time after going six fences. But that's what it Chris, is. Chris, I see. What's a what's a, a Durham National and what's a Vickers dot bet? I'm oh looking through that Sedgefield card now. Vickers.bet sponsor a race called the Durham National. So Vickers.bet, they're obviously a betting company, aren't they? Yeah, they must be. I've just gone onto their website now. I've never heard of them. Yeah, yeah but the Durham National. There's one for well, Durham National. They must yeah. all have nationals, do they? Well, yeah, I think more, most courses do. I think I'm not necessarily the Durham National isn't one of my favourites. I'll put it that way. My favourite national is is the Borders National at Kelso. You'd probably vouch for that, Don. Um that's over around. Is it the Borders National at Kelso? Is it Hexham? He yeah. No, it's, it's, Kelso. it's Kelso, isn't it? No, I'm sure it's Kelso. It's yeah, it's Kelso, Kelso. Yeah. There's, there's one at Hexham too. I'm sure. I can't remember what that one's called. There is, um, and you, you, there's, there's some, there's some real shitey National Brothers, the Edinburgh National, and it's piss. It's absolutely shocking. But you get the Borders National at Kelso, and because the money's went up over the years, you get some really exciting horses starting mm. to turn up now. Um, and yeah, I agree. It's probably one of my favourite outside of the, the normal nationals, if you like. Yeah, agreed. Hewitt won it, did he? Well, that'll be fun, right? Well, that's yeah. moved me off. Fair enough. If, if, Hewitt, <laughs> if it's good enough for Hewitt, it's good enough for me. It's <laughs> been sold. <laughs> there we go. I can't wait. There's, there's my Sunday afternoon sorted. Yeah. Uh, I can't leave, Andrew, before. Oh, that's obviously mine are done there. But um can't leave Andrew without just touching on a strong leaders run last week in the 
Oh, you're going to bring that up. Yeah, but he's just not. I said it on the show and you tried to bait me into it with Twitter. I've established a fan club. That's look, don't don't uh, join us when the when the chips are all in. When the chips are down, now is when you want to join. Look, he's he's going to need a trip, isn't he? I think I've always thought he'd he'd be a. I I wanted to see him over middle distances. It's going to have to happen, isn't it? Um, So, yeah, look, just put it down to a bad run and move on. Yeah. We'll get there next time, Andrew. Next time, recruit. Uh, yeah, thanks very much, Luke, Don, Andrew, for joining me this week. Yeah, Luke, cheers, you enjoyed man. your night, mate? Yeah, very enjoyable. Thanks for having me. No worries, buddy. We'll probably have you on again very soon. Don, you, you're like a stalwart now. You've done more than Stephen in the last six weeks. He's our new stay, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't, it's nothing to do with horses. It's because I have a microphone that works. Oh, yeah, that's there true. we go, yeah. That helps. When Don gets a winner... Things will change. <laughs> Shot round it. That time's going to change it this week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Snaps off. Yep. Yeah. Uh, appreciate everybody joining in tonight. Thanks for all the comments in, in the chat. Same old, same old people in there. A few new people as well. Thanks very much for joining us, no matter where you are. Don't forget, like and subscribe down below. I'm going to be putting out, and I'm sure you will, Andrew. The website is still running. I'm just going to run it across the bottom just before we go. The website is up. We've, we've not put any content up. No, we need to get a bit of content going. But I have got some content coming up this week, so keep an eye on that. Um, I'm going to be putting up my content. You know, subscribe. We've got a newsletter. It's not, even, it's not even a newsletter. It's just basically if you put your email address in and any new content gets posted on our on our website, you'll be the first to know about it. Andrew is going to be putting up a lot of good stuff. So I think you might want to... We'll expand upon it next time anyway, Andrew, when we've had a t- chat about it, but... There's going to be some good content coming up on there. And we appreciate everybody who's joined in. So, yeah, do whatever you want. Like, follow, go to that website. It all, we all appreciate it. Declan Matt. beat South Africa. Wow. No, that's not happening. <laughs> that is not happening. Someone's in no more way. line than me. <laughs> <laughs> Next of all, you'll be telling me my Prospero will win the champion stakes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we both tipped them. It's going to happen. I anyway, see what you did yeah, there. Well. Well, yeah, we sure I'm slagging myself as well as down here anyway boys thanks very much thanks for joining us and we will see you all again next Thursday Declan may be back Steve might be back if not who cares we've got two other people who've joined us tonight it's been great <laughs> Declan will be back thanks very much boys we'll see you all again next week bye bye cheers, cheers lads pleasure thank you